episode of this hockey pod we took a break last week um maybe the week before that too i don't yeah. remember it was. you know things happen people get sick Final Final reading. Reading. My bad. <laughs> yeah unfortunately molly is sick and she's a trooper for even being here now so hey hey coming from the bed <laughs> again a yes no honestly <laughs> it's the best place to do a podcast she's just chill this is our little hockey community so we're gonna be real with you we're gonna try our best not to be too strict about everything but you know we still we still have things in order and i i'm honestly gonna say that's because of jesse right molly oh my god jesse jesse is our savior (laughs) i did figure we'd probably need some notes this time right yeah we have some notes for the trade deadline it's notes (laughs) a lot a lot of notes we even he went so far as to put like a giant tab to jump through the document <laughs> yeah there's let's see here 32 pages worth of notes oh. oh my god is that how many pages there are 32 pages there's 32 teams so i guess that lines up pretty well shit you better like our podcast you better listen to the end the i swear to god jesus don't make jesse sad he did all that work <laughs> Look, some trade deadlines, you have maybe a few words to say, there's one or two big trades, the rest is pretty much fluff, and you go, cool, cool. Anyways, right. this was pretty boring. This year was nuts, and there's so much to keep track of that, you know, you, sometimes you can even forget that Patrick Kane got traded at the, the deadline or something like that, I right? Know. You could overlook Wait, it who? because who? so <laughs> many, so many trades have happened. Yeah, a lot has happened. It's not your normal trade deadline day. In fact, it's a trade deadline week or a month. We don't know. Mm. It's been it's been going around. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. So, uh, without further ado, we might as well get into this since it will be probably a longer podcast and we're just going to we're going to start immediately with the Atlantic Division. Um yeah. Um, I'm going to admit that I haven't been keeping up with the news, so all reactions well, are <laughs> genuine uh, uh, me. I shall be live reacting to some of these, so that could be fun. Yeah, <laughs> since Molly's been sick, me and Chanel are going to get her up to date on everything. Yeah, that's what this whole podcast is. Just telling Molly. <laughs> Speak to me. No one's spoken so, uh, to me. So McKinnon's been traded. <laughs> <laughs> McKinnon? Yes, McKinnon was yeah. traded. Uh, Rantanen, uh, yep, so, they're all gone. Makar. Don't even yep. joke. I might... fact, I'm pretty sure they were all dismantled, like the entire team. Yeah. My god, the Quebec Nordiques have come back. That's right, <laughs> have you not heard? They're all taken in the no. new expansion draw. <laughs> no. Say no, say pas no. It's a, what, would it be a retribution Quebec, draft? Retribution draft? I take backsies draft? Take backsies. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's start off with the Boston Bruins, okay? They were the ones that arguably, I guess if you're going to say, I'm going to put this in quotes, finger quotes, la, won the trade deadline. Danielle, um, winner. Danielle, winner, yay! She's, she's Canadian, guys! Wow. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> yeah, the Boston Bruins. Um, I don't know. I've got a lot to say about this. First of all, let's just start off with the Bruins are the fastest team in the NHL history to accrue 100 points in a season. I just have to throw that into this podcast because that's insane, right? It's nuts. What? The fastest team to 100 points in a season. That's pretty impressive. And I mean, not it, it, not unbelievable considering they are first in the league right now, right? Yeah, Ew. when the season started, Ew. we thought this team was going to have a down year. Yeah, we were so fucking wrong. I'm going to eat my words right now. I'm impressed. Ugh, Boston. I despise it, though. Like they Molly's keep surpassing expectations. In the background, I agree. <laughs> I, I say that. I admitted I was like a secret Boston fan, though. Yeah, I, I love to hate them, man. I love the Bruins. If they weren't here, who would I... The, the, the Habs are old news, that rival. I think the, the Habs Bruins who? are mm, Love that. <laughs> who the Habs? Yeah. So what, so, so what happened with Boston? Tell me everything. Oh, so God. the first trade that did happen is they um, acquired Garnet Hathaway and Dmitry Orlov from the Capitals, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh. So the since they're both going to be UFAs, right yeah, well, for, for uh, actually a few picks, the first, the third, the second, and they dumped off Craig Smith's contract, basically. They, I think they've been trying to get rid of that one for a bit. Yeah. So already, okay. we, me and Chanel were talking, and we're like, oh, great, this is the Bruins right there. Like, Garneth Hathaway is a decent uh, bottom six forward. He's a relatively tough. Orlov is a good, like, sort of, like, top six, top four defenseman. Again, pretty mm-hmm. tough. It already feels like it fits the identity of the Bruins, and we figured that might just be their, their one move. They're already so good. You know, you get a good defenseman, a good forward. Sure, that's probably enough. That's probably their move. But then later on, oh. right, Chanel? Tyler Bertuzzi? Yeah, Tyler Bertuzzi. Yeah, Tyler Bertuzzi is an absolute match for Boston, in my personal opinion. Like, he's from fucking... He's from... I'm sorry to swear so much this podcast. I apologize. Cover your innocent ears. <laughs> Um, but he is from Sudbury, and Jesse and I know Sudbury very well, so he's Grapas, see? You know, he's, his style, his attitude, and his looks all suit the Boston Bruins. He's missing a tooth, come on, I mean, the Bruins, that's the place to go. He the Bruins averages... are one of those teams with a vibe, and he's sometimes vibe. you can tell when a player yes. fits. Yes, and vibe. <laughs> It's the vibe, guys. And he averages around 35 to 40 points per season, with the exception of last season where he did rack up uh, 62 points. Um, I'm wondering if the swap with Boston, if he can like kind of go off of his last season and kind of pick up his average. Um, Either way, I think he'll be enjoyed by Boston and by fans for sure. He's he's a bruiser as well. So I'm not a bruiser, but he's kind of bitchy. So I'm sure he's going to get into some fights. Yeah. Plus, I think they lost Taylor Hall to injury uh, recently. Yes. He's on LTR, and I don't know if he's going to be coming back in time for the playoffs or not. So that guy, man, I was injury. literally going to say, yeah, um, they just lost Taylor <laughs> yeah. Hall onto injury. Oh, anything I know, I don't know why I got Taylor Hall as like an alert for me. You're like, come on, Taylor Hall. What about him? Mm. Yeah, yeah. So the Bruins gave up a bunch of picks, but. Mm. They got what they wanted. They're clearly going for it. I mean, you should go for it. It's quite the year. Just go go for it. Absolutely. And they basically gave up nothing important from the roster. No. Not and even I prospects, just, really, either. It's just all picks. I need to add really quickly that Pasta did indeed sign an eight-year contract extension worth 
1.25 million. So, I mean, oh. the wins just keep coming. You ain't going nowhere. Yeah, no, they're in it, guys. So I'm very curious to see how far they'll go in the playoffs, if it'll be this embarrassing fallout, or if they're going to get the cup. You know what Can I mean? be a legacy team. Like, this is a team I feel like is going to be strong for not just the playoffs, but potentially for, like, next year, next season yeah. as well. Yeah. Even in their oh, weaker yeah. iterations in the last few years, Boston usually makes it at least past the first round. Yeah, I'm pretty impressed. At the very Every least. time I'm so wrong. So I expect that, and then we'll see where the rest goes from there. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> we move on? Yep. Shall. The Sabres. Who are not sucking. Yeah, the Sabres are in this weird position where, like, they're actually potentially in contention for a wildcard spot. I want them in the playoffs. Buffalo for Cup. It would be amusing. And I think their moves reflect that, where they did tweak some stuff, but nothing crazy. They add a little bit to make the team, you know, slightly improved, but nothing so dramatic as to, you know, give away everything, right? Which I think is probably the right call for where they're at right now. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest acquisition they did was Jordan Greenway from the Minnesota Wild. Say nothing groundbreaking, you know. Yeah, but he's a decent young player who's having an off year, I'd say. But I think it's a good call for uh, for them to acquire him from uh, Minnesota because I mean, you know, he's cost controlled for a while. You know, he's got a specific price tag on his contract for the next few years, and you know, he's he's on the young side. They're starting to finally improve, so I think Jordan Greenway is the right type of player to acquire at this uh, yeah time. I was going to say, they're good plugins, you know? Yeah. It doesn't harm the team. Nice. The one yeah. weird thing for me is that they, they let Anders Bjork go uh, for future considerations to the Chicago yeah. Blackhawks. That was a weird one to me, because I, I remember still when he was on Boston, we were like, oh, this is a decent young player, he might have a future, yes. and then he got dumped in the Taylor Hall trade, and then it's like, okay, well, you know, maybe maybe he's worth it, and then... Now he's just, he's not even cracking Buffalo's lineup, which is very strange. So, um, yeah. Well, oh, but maybe... he's, he's cracking Chicago. Yeah, he told me he probably <laughs> will have an opportunity in Chicago. I mean, they don't really have many players left, so. I mean, he's already <laughs> played, he's already played a game. Um... Has he played a game in uh, Chicago yet? <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's, he's played, played a game. He's, he's played that's a game. Right? Yeah, it. no goals, no assists. Yeah. I mean, that's the opportunity Nothing to but... do it, right? Like. Yeah, absolutely. Give him a little chance. I mean, he's still yeah. kind of... I wouldn't say he's, like, new-new there. He started in 2018. Yeah, no, at this point, he's uh, he's past the point of being, like, a, a sure Ben. He's a he's a yeah. project. Like, he'll exactly. have to re- repair his, his career at this point. But it's always possible. Yeah. You never know. Whatever. For, yeah. for future considerations, whatever. It's free. Mm. <laughs> I don't have much more to say about the Sabres, to be honest. Yeah. You talk about the wings. The wings. The wings. The wacky wings. Yeah, the Detroit Red Wings. Um, you, know, you already they know lose... they, they acquired Bertuzzi, right? Like they, sorry, they yeah. dumped Bertuzzi. So what do you think of that, Molly? They got a, a conditional first-round pick back from Boston and a, a fourth-round pick. They've got a lot of picks. Yep. <laughs> they sure they did. Pick all they want in 2023, 20, 24, 25. Oh, yes. I think it's it was... Like um rebuilding or something. <laughs> Again, they're I mean, also in the middle, but I feel like compared to Buffalo, they decided to give up for this year. They, I think, they understood they're not making it. So, yeah, they gave up because yeah. they gave they gave up for sure. They gave up Bertuzzi, they gave up Brana, Sunfist, 
These are all names I'm familiar with, so it's interesting to see him gone for a bunch of picks, you know, but whatever. I'm impressed that they got a a first and a second back for Heronic and a fourth, so I'm like, that's good asset management on their part. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I still don't know what's up with that whole Verona situation. Uh, remind me? Right, because, like, they they had him on, um, he was with the player assistance program for a while, finally came back. Um, put down in the HL, nobody claimed them on waivers, it, clearly his relationship with this team was ruined, and yeah. they finally just, like, traded him away for a, a nobody in a seventh-round pick, and they even had to retain salary. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't know like, what happened there. I'm out of Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> right? But it's weird, because before this season, he was, like, a very consistent goal scorer, and definitely still has potential, I think, but we'll, we'll see. I, I, I don't know what all the drama was about. It, it was very weird. Watch Blues yeah. just, like, shove him down to the AHL now. Oh my gosh. I, I am curious to see where he goes because he was decent at some point. Yeah. Like, in, he was good for a good four years, so. Yeah. Considering the Blues got rid of a lot of forwards, I wouldn't be surprised to see Vrana get a chance. And, you know, maybe he finds his, his, uh, his pace again. Yeah. Hey, Molly, do you want to fill us in on what Florida did at the deadline? <laughs> um, like I did this week. Nothing. Absolutely yeah, nothing. They, they yeah, I think flu. they were about as busy as you were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. Just, you know, tumbleweed. They're just there like, yeah. cool. They just it's sat weird back. <laughs> we expected better from them this year. They're not doing better. But then are they going to try and make the playoffs at this point? Uh, doesn't look yeah. like it. But did they sell off anything? No. So uh, no, this like, is just, good. I'm just <laughs> surprised. I'm just surprised, guys, because how do you go from, like, being stellar last season and then, like, not... Yes, President's Trophy. Hello, according to the stats, you should be winning the cup. Get your shit together. Well, it seems like we're too shy to give up and trade away stuff, but we're also way too hesitant to buy. It would probably be irresponsible and wasteful. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, to be... Going for shit right now. It could still make the playoffs but you'd figured they'd want to fix some things to make like to kind yeah. of guarantee that spot in there i think mind. it's going to be an off-season thing that they're gonna have to figure their stuff out yeah they will because you can't you got to yeah. build off of what you have come on now <laughs> um montreal like committing to the yeah. grind that's what they're yeah. doing they might be like montreal stubborn unlike yeah the transition smooth see just that's Sorry. how you transition oh. <laughs> That's how you transition. You talk over each other until the subject changes. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I can just delete you in post. Okay. Yeah, no one will ever know. The whole the whole audio track, the whole of me. It's going to be who? big three-minute chunks of silence, and then Molly and Chanel going, mm-hmm, yeah, uh-huh. Uh. Right, let's do a speed run of Montreal because no one cares. Well, there's nothing really to talk about. They traded uh, oh. Evgeny Dodonov for Denis Gurianov. Yeah. It is interesting to see him leave, but I, I mean, I, we knew he would leave. I'm just saying it's its weird that yeah. the Dov Nov is no longer a Canadian for me. Yeah. For and uh, Montreal Canadiens take a chance on Gurianov. I think that's a smart move. He's still youngish and he'll have t- more time to play in Montreal. What do you mean that's a good move? That's a fucking terrible move. They suck with the young players, they screw them up. Anyways, let's well, move on. Well, <laughs> hopefully the new regime doesn't do that, but yeah. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Talking about another team which seems to screw up players, should we talk about Ottawa? <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so, Ottawa. I'm 
I know there was rumors for a long time that they'd go after Jacob Chikrin, but it was still surprising to see it actually happen, considering how their season went. Dude, Chitrin escaped from the Coyotes, right? Like, he requested oh, a trade. Him. It only took him two years. It took him I two know. years. <laughs> Literally. Bless his heart. But he, he was so desperate to get out of the Coyotes. He's like, yeah, let's go to Ottawa, where I have to travel on horseback to get to my arena. <laughs> so, you know, he was desperate. Gotta take a plane to the arena, you know? <laughs> plane! Fuck. Have a rabies job. Oh my god. Yeah, my I mean, goodness. you know, probably more likely to go on Skidoo to the uh, to the arena, but the return is probably not what the Coyotes wanted in the end, but it's okay, right? Like they got a first and two seconds. I think for a long time they wanted like two firsts or first and a prospect. Like any kind of valuable prospect and all they got is picks back for it. But Ottawa is taking a risk here because the odds of them making the playoffs are pretty slim and they gave up their first round pick for this year. Yeah. yeah. It's top 5 protected, but that's it. The other thing for me that stood out is uh, the cost that they had to pay to get rid of Nikita Zaitsev's contract. <laughs> they gave Zaitsev a second rounder, a fourth rounder, go to Chicago, and they get nothing in return. It's just future em. considerations. Here yep. you go. Yeah, yep. fantastic. Chicago's just like, we're going to be good at some point, okay? <laughs> Not if you have Zaitsev. They're funny. So yeah, it's weird. Um, they dumped a lot of picks for a team that's probably not making the playoffs this year. But you know, they're, they're, yeah. I guess it's they have the eye on next season, and you know, there's a slim chance they make the playoffs this season. But it's it's slim. There's always next year. <laughs> isn't that their motto? Like their catchphrase in Ottawa? I think that's our. That's our. Isn't that ours? Isn't that everyone's? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Tampa Bay. I mean, what can you do? Well, they did lose Cal, uh, Cal Footy. And Nemetsnikov. Footy. What is it about foot, Footy? It's is foot, it it's just foot. Is it just, just a foot. front door. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm embarrassed. It's okay. <laughs> Molly's the British one, and you're the one going around saying Footy. Footy. You know what? Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> Nemesnikov. That's all. It's interesting. But I mean, like, what are you going to do if you're Tampa? Like, you're you're constantly at the top, you know, you just have tweaks. The big swing, though, right? The big swing was nuts. The big swing, you mean, with Cal? Tanner Janot. Yeah, 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 and Cal. So, what do you think of this, Molly? If, if somebody came up to you and said, okay, Tampa Bay acquired Tanner Janot from the National Predators, right? Yeah. He's young. He he can hit, he can fight, he can score. Pretty good. He's having a down year, but before that he was pretty pretty good, right? Got got a bright future. And in exchange Nashville obtains Calfoot, a first round pick, a second round pick, a third round pick, a fourth round pick, and a fifth round pick. Conspiracy. It's bold. It's it's a conspiracy. What, you think they're they're laundering uh, picks and to Nashville? Or? Picks. Yeah, I think Tampa Bay's like, yeah, we've had enough being at the top. It's your turn, Prads. We, we've <laughs> seen them make these kind of old moves at the trade deadline before, and every time it was for like a middle six forward, and they paid a first plus, and it was always like, well, that's a lot, but every time it seemed to pay off. Mm, I think it's something a little bit sus there. Just a, <laughs> a big swing. You know, I think it's a little bit suspect. Um... But, you know, I'm not part of hockey management, so I'm not one to comment. <laughs> what do I know, huh? I'm just a lonely British girl. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're going to try to get through the next one really quick. Um, 
oh, we're not going to be able to get through. Yeah, is Ch- Chanel, can you try and get through Toronto very quickly? We should have. Oh. We should have started. <laughs> <laughs> we should have written a song like of a recap for the Leafs. Ryan <sighs> O'Reilly on the Leafs and Rasmus and Dean. He is leaving. That didn't rhyme. Okay, so O'Reilly, Jerry, Lafferty, McCabe, Shannon, Gustafson, Zorna. I can't. Okay, so no one knew that uh, that Dubis would be just fucking doing stuff left and right nonstop. It was wild. We acquired Ryan O'Reilly. Wit. That's awesome, by the way. Achari, yeah. Lafferty, McCabe, shit. Come on, Luke Shen. Luke Shen, guys. It's 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 like a teenage dream. Let's go, Luke Shen. And <laughs> Gustafson. Everything's retro again. Yes, it's all. We're going back. We're going back in time. And the best part about it, in my opinion, I have to say this, okay? Shen, his number. He kept his number, even though McCabe had that number. Like he wants that number or was he always that number mccabe was two? Oh, i forget but all, all anyway. the fans can now bring out their old luke shen jerseys exactly because no he he kept the number so everyone's like yo we have the jerseys and that's super awesome now unfortunately we did lose sandine like i really thought he was going to be in it for the long term i knew he was a hot trade piece but i did think that we were going to keep him for a while so i'm i'm a little surprised here uh but yeah and then angval left angval dude he scores every game it sucks to see him go but it, it wasn't gonna last forever and he has you know streaks he he either scores a lot and then he just maybe he won't later you know jesse your turn see i, I did that oh, I mean, fast just the the Le- no the Leafs are going for it absolutely this year and like as much as it's hard to see sandine and angval go i don't think it's the worst thing ever like i get it yeah, me too. Actually, I'm surprised that we got back Sandine. We got back a first and Gustafson, so I think that was a pretty good no. swap, all things considered. We got a first. I forgot about that. We literally got a first, and we thought maybe he was going to make a move, Dubis, day of. But he didn't. He kept the first yeah. round. <laughs> the fact that we gave, like, we actually retained the first round pick at the end of all of this swapping, I was su- sure. kind of surprised. I thought it might get flipped again to keep upgrading the team, but, you know, the. At the same time, there's only so many guys you can go out and get at a certain point. It was, like, probably unlikely to happen. So whatever. mm, they do not keep first-round picks. This is historical. I will say, there's always the draft. On the draft floor, when it's time to get get around that time, or maybe even a day or two before, I I could totally see them trading it away for something or someone. Anyways, he's got it in his pocket, so. Yeah. He he had, like, a, a, a trade machine gun firing nonstop. Yeah. 15 you know that that like uh that goddess there that has like 18 hands that's him there with cell phones connecting to all of his ears oh Ubus, more like dubious am i right mm-hmm. Sorry, that was terrible <laughs> terrible well, anyways, have to add. We'll, see. we'll see where that goes so uh going to the metro chanel how do you feel about the canes um, I mean, it's a very good pickup to have Gossespierre there. Um, it doesn't hurt when Carolina adds defense. I think they are not like the best team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need a little D. We need a little. God D. forbid Carolina has too many defensemen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You know, we never. They ne- we, we they never trust their goaltenders. Um. And I still think that stands this season, so it doesn't hurt to have some good defense up in there. Not that yeah, they um, kind of need it or 
anything at the moment, let's be honest. Yeah, I think Gustav's Bear makes a bit of sense True. here because he's probably going to be adding more to the offense from the back end, right? Like, we already know they're pretty strong defensively with their defensemen. So I feel like Shane Gustav's Bear can be there to provide the extra, like, assists and possibly goals, depending on the situation. Yeah, I feel like Caroline is winning. <laughs> just I was just going to say moment. what Molly's saying is uh, they're not they're not hurting particularly right yeah. now. Oh, no. Their they took a very um... it right now actually. They've got what Burns and Chatfield. Yeah. They're like oh, just yeah. ripping it up. And yeah. Slavin's always good. Oh yeah. Oh I love like, the fuck. Yeah. I will say they, they had quite the conservative deadline considering how many other teams in the East and even in the Metro went big. Um they're just like, I'll take Augustus Bear and uh pull Yarvi and uh, I think that's good enough. That's pretty good. No, they, like they paid they paid a very reasonable price for them too. Like very, ah, they didn't give up a lot. To have that luxury must be nice. <sighs> must be nice. And sorry, I accidentally said that they didn't have good defense. I meant they have good defense. It was their goaltending at since last year that were it was Yikes. yeah you yeah. know yeah okay blue jackets anyone yep. fire um, sale fire sale you get a pick you get a you get a. I, a lot's happened with yeah. them. Please, I don't gold. quite understand. They sank like a stone. Yeah. I will say injuries plagued them very badly. They were very badly hit with injuries, but holy crap, did Columbus tank hard this year? They literally said, "So our goalies, like you give you give goalies, we give goalies." They do now at least have the best odds of Connor Bedard. That's something. Yes. That is something. True. They got a first rounder for get, dumping Gavrikov and Corpusalo, who on their own, they they on their own they wouldn't be worth a first round pick necessarily either or. But you know, pair them together, get some picks back. I think that's a good trade, all things considered. They managed to get rid of Jakub Vorchek's contract, and uh, even Gustav Nyquist, who's on LTIR basically, he's supposed to be injured all the way up until when the playoffs start. They still managed to get a little something back for him. So, yeah, well. Yeah, he's good when he's not injured. You know what I mean? So, yeah. still worth a little something there. Come on mm -hmm. now. Um, now, though, the Devils, they're taking a bigger swing. Okay. Okay, another W, in my opinion. You don't think? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, especially because they're going to keep Meyer afterwards, right? So, he's not just a rental. No, no, no. So, the question is, <laughs> will he sign an extension? They have... They have uh, hopes, obviously. They're confident that they'll be able to sign him. And again, he's a solid pickup, okay? He's an excellent all-around player. Averages mm -hmm. around 30 goals per season. And not to mention, he's not really shy with assists either. And of course, look at him. Look at him. Look at him. He has great physical presence. Come on now. Is that, is that the new way of how we're saying we, we like these hockey players? <laughs> He has yeah. a great physical presence. Have you Look seen him? Presence. Come on now. His eyebrows have you seen have that a presence? presence. Yes. No good on the devils. Meyer was a hot piece on the table, and they got that ass. Yep. I, I approve of this flashy <laughs> acquisition. It's good. It's a good one. Oh, I, oh, I. <laughs> the 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 fucking sharks fans are probably like crying. Yeah, I mean, we knew it was coming, right? Mm -hmm. mm. 
Yeah. I mean, like I said, it was a hot piece, so good good on the Devils. For the Islanders, there's not much new to add, technically, because obviously the Bohora trade was done quite a while ago. I think they paid a decent price for him, all things considered, especially because they re-signed him. A contract could age poorly, obviously, but for now, it's, you know, it's it's worth it for now. <laughs> and uh, the Pierre Engvall acquisition, of course, right from the lease, I think is pretty decent. But all otherwise than that, like, Nothing too fancy. No. Is it enough? They're they're in a wildcard spot right now, so it might be enough to make in the playoffs, but will it be enough to sustain in the I mean the Islanders always play better in the playoffs than they do in the regular season. I know. They it's like they conserve all their energy. It's like a, a Pokemon fucking you know, charging up right before the, the last battle. Let's go. When they get to the playoffs they evolve. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. Rentals. <laughs> yeah. Sugar Tea of New York. Oh, yes. Yeah, the other that, one. See, that one. That one is uh, the biggest. Another W. Probably the biggest swinger of the entire season. Thing. That's all I have to add to that. Wait, they got Tarasenko? Yes. Well, that was a while been ago, sick actually. For a bit. <laughs> yeah, that was a while ago. Um, Look, she they... has been sick, okay? It's true. It's true. You have been sick for quite a bit, so we're going to. So, gonna surprise, they have now. Tarasenko and Patrick Kane. Yeah, which is surprising Patrick because who? Patrick who? Some Candy Kane. The rumors were swirling around for now that Kane may become a Ranger, and that's clearly where Kane wanted to be. But mm, the Rangers yeah. ended up acquiring Tarasenko before the trade deadline. So, well, okay, I guess Kane's not in the picture anymore. Maybe it's not possible. And psych. I believe Kane was also yeah, psych. <laughs> I, and that's the thing. I think Kane was also disappointed. I think he said he mentioned that he didn't. He was disappointed in the decision, but yeah. it it didn't seem to matter because they found that a way. That was so weird, right? That like a player coming out and be like, "Man, I'm disappointed they traded for Tarasenko because that means there's no room left for me." Psych. Oh. Yeah. Look, yeah. they they got a good deal for him though. <laughs> they literally they paid a second rounder and a fourth rounder. And then a random prospect. Like what? That's crazy. <laughs> Funny. Oh. The fuck? That's the thing though, right? Like, the no uh, movement clause for, um, the no trade clause for Patrick Kane basically mm-hmm. Was forces their hand where he's like, I only want to go to New York. New York can say, well, okay, fine. We'll give you peanuts for him. And they're like, well, it's better than nothing. You know? That's what I'm saying. He manifested that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So New York's lucky that they had that opportunity, right? Like a player absolutely wants to go to you and it's the only option. They have all the control. You can basically, you can fleece another team just intentionally and they know it. There's nothing they can do about it. Yeah. I'm I'm all for people. It's like getting robbed at gunpoint. You just have to accept it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It is funny seeing Sammy Sammy Blay go back again the other way. (laughs) They finally got rid of Kratzdorf. A lot of picks, but yeah, they're they're obviously they're in contention to 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 win it. We'll see if it happens, but it's yeah. it's they have a good shot now. Yeah. So um, maybe in the opposite direction, the biggest like whoopee cushion noise, deflated balloon sort of like team at the deadline was probably the Flyers. Yeah, like what even? Ooh, you got Brendan Lemieux. Well, Lemieux. I mean, Lemieux. and he's a UFA anyways, right? So. Exactly. So, I what are they expecting? They, what are they expecting? The the biggest uh, um, 
chat about the Flyers is actually the trade that didn't happen because um, there was a lot of chatter mm-hmm. about James Van Riemsdyk being traded at the last yes. month at the trade deadline, and then it was immediately re- re- like rescinded, and they're like, oh, never mind, uh, Van Riemsdyk is not getting traded. Yeah. And he was basically their one big piece to trade the entire deadline. He's a, he's a UFA, he's playing decently well, you can retain half of his salary, and a competitive team will take on his services, right? And then, of course... It just doesn't happen, and it fell through. It was so strange and kind of like a failure on the GM. Yeah, no, I agree with that. It was very stupid. Most of the fans want Chuck Fletcher out, and uh, I agree. Yeah, bye. I feel bad for Philly fans because that team seems like it's going nowhere fast. Yep. Or faster, I guess. It was It was already going nowhere fast. Now it's just, you know, still going nowhere fast. Philly. It's just Philly. You know what, though? The Penguins thing. also blew it. Yeah, the Penguins 100%. was kind of a weird one too. Right? I feel like they were trying to be clever, but kind of didn't end up being clever. It gives me the vibe of somebody who felt like they did something because they felt like they had to, but they didn't really want to. So they just made some small moves here and there, and then like in the in the grand, it seems like a lot, but also it's like nothing. They just yeah. got rid of any like I don't know. They're just geriatric at this point yeah that's the weird part too it's like trading away teddy bluger and brock mcginn and then you get Brandlin, benino kulikov those guys are all older so that's what i'm saying older yes (laughs) they were already known for being the oldest team right yeah now they just said well the oap (laughs) oap penguins or maybe they just want discounts in the playoffs oh they 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 get the best deals on the hockey sticks with the um, yeah. with the geriatric deal. Do I think some Penn fans. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, bringing back the greatest hits and hoping it works again. Huh? Oh, yeah. Old. Listen, I get it. You won so many cups and you want to relive that glory day, but this is not how to do it. Is this their farewell tour? <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see. Oh my gosh. I'm sad to see Bluger go too. I feel like he was my favorite penguin. Not me. The favorite no, penguin? Yeah, I like Teddy Bluger. And I think a lot of Pens fans did too. Imagine a you penguin named Teddy Bluger. Well, yeah, you get in with the funny name and then you stay for like a guy Bluger. who's a decent hockey player and, you know, seems seems pretty chill overall. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing better than a hockey player with a, a amusing name to say out loud, but then is also actually a good hockey player, so you have a reason to keep saying it. Absolutely. Bluger. <laughs> Bluger. Bluger. Okay. So sh- sh- should we just quickly <laughs> yeah. move on to the Caps? Yes, the yep. Caps. Well, enjoy. They, they happened, didn't they? Yeah. I think this was a big surprise for me because although it seemed like it should happen. It's surprising that it did happen. It's basically Washington Giving. pulling the plug and admitting we're done for this year. Yeah. It's time to sell. And everybody goes, oh, wow, it's 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 happening. I'm surprised. What penguins should be doing, honestly. So, <laughs> got, like, this is, they really gave up some big names up in here. Mm-hmm. Like, some good players. They had players. a ton of UFAs. Like, a ton yeah. of UFAs. So it makes sense that this would be the opportunity to do it. Yeah, they got themselves some picks and a young defenseman who could grow and be good, and um, Craig Smith. 
Yeah, Craig Smith is just mostly going to be like a, a position filler. We got to form a leaf and then this piece of garbage. He he was good in the past. Maybe he can find it again. Who knows? My garbage. Yeah. But yeah, I do agree. I think Rasmus Sandin is a good pickup for them. I think it's a smart move uh, yeah. looking forward. And uh, it's weird to see all those names leave, though. So many of these guys have been on this team for a long time, especially with Orlov, Eller, and Hathaway. That's what I'm saying, yeah. It's very weird to see them gone. Well, and Marcus Adios. Johansson, you know? Yeah, Johansson, exactly. <laughs> he gets passed around he's all the bounty. time at the deadline. Yeah, he's bounty, he's bounty ball. Would you like this gently a, used What's his name? Johansson. Is he exactly. <laughs> Gally. Is he still on an AHL contract for the yeah. Eagles? Or... Yeah. Yeah, he is. Or did he have oh, an initial maybe. contract? No, he had an AH. He got shoved down to the AHL, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, is his contract... Mm-hmm. I don't know if his contract is officially an AHL contract or if it's, like, a... Girl, um, I don't a two-way know. two-way NHL contract. Yeah. Oh, pff, maybe. Maybe a two-way. Just, just as in, like, can't, I don't know if the, the Avs can call him up or not. That would be the difference, essentially. Yeah. Oh, well. Let's end it off there, and let's just dive right into the Central Division. Mm. Starting off good with an extreme loser team. The Coyotes. <laughs> yeah, I have things to say. Let's let's be real. The Coyotes completely failed. All they got was picks. And honestly, aren't they filled to the tits with picks? Like, I mean, yeah. do they not already have an entire book filled with picks? You can never have too many picks. <laughs> yes, you can. Okay. Like, no. He gave, they gave away Chitrin. Rossespierre, Ste- Stetcher, Richie, Bukestag, uh, and guess what? Well, w- w- what did you get? Oh, well, we are the lucky winners of Shea Weber's and, and Vorchek's injured selves. Yay! They're rebuilding, though, so they need some injured yeah. players to fix. <laughs> that's the how only- rebuilding works, right? <laughs> no, no, this, I'm, I, I, oh, no, you that's can rehab. All- you can argue that yeah it's good to have picks but i think they they could have started building something like the only funny thing about this is the richie brothers just getting fucking swapped oh yeah (laughs) brett rich and nick richie got swapped in that trade that's so funny to me here's a case in my house i'm dying that's the first time in NHL history that brothers have been swapped in a trade, so that's cool. Pretty funny. It's pretty funny, yeah. yeah. They just swap keys to each other's house, too, probably, right? And, and wives. They're the same, right? Oh my god, I'm dying. Stop. So, <laughs> I, I have a question for you, too, if you just want to take a guess out of curiosity. I'm, I'm looking at the draft picks for the Coyotes that they have in the first, second, and third rounds for the next three drafts. Yeah. So, the next three, three drafts, the first three rounds... How many pick in totals? Uh, how many picks in totals uh, do you think they have amassed? Oh, like count. at least like 15, 20. What do you think, Molly? Like that they have now in like IRL, like yep. coming up for their picky picks. Mm-hmm. For the next, uh, the first three rounds for the next three years. Okay, no, 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 no. Oh, um, I want to say they've secured probably all of them. 30. Well, Chanel's overshooting, actually. Yeah, they, they've got 22. What the fuck? That's I'm nuts. A, a lot of them, too. Like, obviously, not as many in the first round, but knowing them, they're probably going to acquire more as time goes on. But they have a ton in the second round and the third round. This feels like a movie. Like, 
starting from scratch there, like a brand yeah. new team almost. And let's not even use recycled NHL players. No, let's grab, let's grab them from, you know, the newbies, all the newbies. I think it makes sense to get a lot of picks. I think I wish they would have gotten more actual prospects because prospects, at least you know a bit more what you're getting than a pick. A pick is still a That's bit of a lottery saying. ticket. And, uh, you know, Jacob Chikorin, we were hoping they would get more for that. They were hoping they would get more for that. Ends up being a bit, not as impressive as probably you could have expected, but, you know, whatever. They they finally moved on. I think what bugs a lot of people, and I, I agree with, is the acquisition of Orchek and Weber. Obviously, it's just contracts for guys who are not playing this year and possibly never again. And it's just a way of artificially inflating their cap number, right? Because we always talk about the max for the cap. But there's a minimum, too, that you have to meet. And a team like Arizona is basically cheating the system in the opposite direction by having contracts of guys who aren't playing anymore, right? Just to artificially uh, move that up. Yep. Not a fan. Not a fan. Either. And I'm also not a fan with Chicago. I'm not a fan of Chicago. I like how Chicago have been trading around future prospects. Or future considerations or whatever. They're like, oh, we'll have this player, and you can have our future. <laughs> what does, the fuck does that mean? The future's grim. The future is grim, <laughs> yeah. What is going on? Well, a like, rebuild. Yeah, rebuild. They grabbed a lot of fucking people, too, right? Mm. Like, holy moly. Lots of picks. I feel like a lot of the random guys that they picked up are mostly AHLers or prospects that will never get to see the light of day. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I agree with that. I don't even know half of these freaking people. Yeah. Like, out of all the guys, like, if anything, I might see Joey Anderson maybe getting to shine there. Uh, like I said, yes. Bjork might have a chance to do better. I could see Austin Wagner maybe having a shot. And the prospects, you know, prospects are always kind of like a coin flip depending on the situation. But the picks are where it's at, really. That's what they were going for. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Because if their top NHLer is going to be Joey Anderson and Zaitsev, Zaitsev was an a an AHLer like yesterday. Yeah, I mean, it's just a cap dump, right? They just took it for the yeah. picks, so. Anyways, I don't got much to say about the Blue Hawks. Oh, the Black Hawks, <laughs> the Green Hawks. I don't know if I on their part, with Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves. Okay, what? Because, like, I know they were, they were stuck in a way. Those Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves have no trade clauses. They can't be traded, right? Yeah. But you know they're going to be UFAs. You want to trade them. Teams will take them. You can make some good profit off of that in terms of assets. And they got unlucky with Taves because he's hurt. <laughs> and then Patrick Kane, obviously, they kind of get stuck into a corner because he only wants to go to New York. So in the end, it seemed like they could have gotten a lot more assets back, but because of circumstances, kind of outside of their control, unfortunately, they don't get much back. Yeah. I think Molly so wants to talk about her abs. I'm sorry, Molly. I just had to crap on the uh, Blackhawks a little bit longer. <laughs> we had to just add some time to, be to fair, that. They did give us back um, um, Jack Johnson. Yes, yeah, they did. I was wondering how you'd feel about that. <laughs> Jack Johnson, okay? Yeah, he's only been with the Abs for like the last season, 2021 22 season, and he got the cup. And he was like, not an Av before that. But, you know, mm. he's part of the Fama Jam now. I'm happy. I know a lot of Colorado fans are like, he's back. So we're happy. 
it, it's defense right. insurance, right? Like, he doesn't have to play yeah. every game, but it's good to have in case. And it's interesting we got Ella's. Ella's? Yeah. Ella. Laws. Laws. Ella. Laws. Ella's. Um, um, we also gained a goalie? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Kincaid would probably be Kincaid? like your third option. Or f- What's the depth chart for the goaltending in Colorado look like right now? You've got Georgiev, Frantzos. I mean, it's Frankie. Is that it? Um, I'm pretty sure, yeah. So I guess he would be then the third the goaltender third... at that point? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. it's insurance, right? Like I can, I can fuck with that. Yeah, I, I mean, he's like, he's not the, like the best in the whole world, <laughs> but he's you know had what? streaks. He's here. He's serviceable yeah. in a pinch, I guess. He was decent with the the Devils, you know. He yeah. was. But oh, I forgot. Yeah, the Colorado Avalanche still have Jonas Johansson on uh, under contract. Ah, oh, there we go. Yeah, we do. And we've still got Galchenyuk on an NHL contract. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, there we go. There you go. Now, there, there's your answer. Yeah, we still got him. It's fine. Yeah. I'm happy. So overall, pretty quiet deadline for Colorado, honestly. Yeah, actually. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm wondering where they're they're heading because, um, similar to the Panthers, you know, they were. Hot. Sh- I mean, they won the fucking cup. You know what I mean. Yeah. So we won the, the cup. The West is a lot weaker, yeah. though. I don't see Colorado missing the playoffs. No, they calm. I mean, almost everybody beneath Colorado <laughs> no. has given up, except for like Calgary, I guess. That's true. You know what? You're lucky. We have too many people trying on our side. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people in the West understood that they're out and just gave up. They're like, oh yeah, no. <laughs> You well. take it. You take it. You go ahead. No, no, yeah. no. Please, please. You, you go ahead. Can we talk about other teams? Well, yeah. that oh, we can. Bad. Like Dallas. Like Dallas. They got Domi. Yeah, Max Domi and Dadanov. Okay. <laughs> it makes sense. They usually they just need to increase their scoring because their defense and goaltending is usually already good enough, right? It's pretty eh. straightforward. They're doing really well in their division. They're literally fifth in the league right now. Like, yeah, but that's the weird part. They're first in the central. (laughs) I know. They're first in the west. They are first in the west. It's weird, isn't it? I don't like this. The west is a little sad this year. That's the thing. Don't talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) They're not. They did. Yeah, they're not. They did manage to get rid of Anton Hudobin's contract, so that's something that helps them. Bless their hearts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just still don't talk to me about the West. Oh, well, we yeah. still got well, some to go. Fortunately, we're still in the West. And oh, you're just, I mean, don't you have respect for the next team, the Wild? I do have respect for the Wild. Doesn't mean I like them. Fair enough. It's like me in Boston, you know? Yeah. I get it. Well, yeah. they've got Klingberg. Yeah. So. Um, Pretty decent defense, actually. Pretty good, and they need yeah. it. I feel like Minnesota are really inconsistent. Yeah. 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 Like, really they inconsistent. They look good sometimes, and then it gets real sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, they look good, and then they're like, what the fuck is that? What, uh, what Marcus is that? Marcus Johansson, right, also picked up. 
Yeah. 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 That's true. And he he's been bouncing too, hasn't he? Because he was from. Oh my god! I feel like every deadline. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's everywhere. Oh my god, who has been everywhere, man? The Caps, the the Devils, uh, the Bruins, the Caps again. <laughs> has he played for yeah. Minnesota before or not? Or am I just misremembering? <laughs> not sure honestly i couldn't tell you if you told um, me he played for a team and i wasn't sure i'd just believe you and i wouldn't look it up right like yeah oh that guy yeah true they're taking a risk on nyquist because um he's supposed to be injured all the way up until the playoffs so then theoretically he would start during the playoffs which is kind of risky obviously but that means you also don't have to worry about his cap money at all which is good for uh, minnesota because they're cap strapped um, the thing that I find really strange about their moves is that at first, when the trades were really starting to roll in, the first two trades that Minnesota did were not to acquire players, but instead act as a third party in a three, uh, three-way trade to yeah. retain money for other teams' uh, contracts and then get like small draft picks back, like a fourth and a fifth. They retained yeah, money like... on Ryan O'Reilly deal, and they retained yeah. money on Dmitry Orlov. And I was very confused because like, they're already cash-strapped. And then the first, they need to get better. The first moves they do is just take in money for picks. Like, hmm. Okay. I'm not quite sure what's going on there. Yeah. They did eventually get guys to improve at least. But, yeah. you know. Yeah. It was, it was a weird, weird one for, for Minnesota. They're already in the sure. playoffs, so. Yeah. But they don't feel, like, super improved either, though. No. They're, like, marginally but... improved. Marginally now, improved, yeah. The Preds are kind of conspiracy i mean the conspiracy crazy conspiracy they got barry yo i don't know how i feel about that barry's a good guy it is not a good guy team i was surprised that the oilers uh, gave him away (laughs) i'm surprised a lot i don't understand there too (laughs) (laughs) yep they got for chalfuri yeah it's it's weird uh I feel like mm. this is a. Re- Although the year went poorly for Nashville, I think this is the best case this scenario for the trade yeah. deadline. Um, I don't know if you heard the news yet or not, Molly, but um, the G- GM of the Nashville Predators, David Poyle, is officially going to retire at the end of the year. He's been oh. the only general manager the team has ever had since their inception uh, when they yeah. came in the league. I, I want to say ninety-eight. It's impressive. Yeah, it's impressive. And the guy who hasn't replacing... been ousted. Nope, never. No. No. Wow. He's the longest-running GM in, I think, NHL history. It gets better. Keep going. Keep going. So his replacement is going to be Barry Trotz. Barry fucking Trotz. He's taking on his first job as a GM in the team he he used to coach uh, all those years ago. Isn't that wild? (laughs) No, it's Predators, but yeah. (laughs) Jesus. So that makes sense now. I think this is a good situation for them right now because since he's going to be leaving uh, David Poyle and Barry Trotz gets to maybe have like a, a, a fresh start with the team and um, tweak it to his liking. Um, the fact that he uh, Poyle just got rid of a bunch of guys and acquired a ton of picks I think was probably the right approach because now they have a lot of salary free to sort of build the team in a new direction uh, in the ne- next season. The and with all, those, all the draft assets, mm-hmm. right? Like new era. Yeah, oh, new era. Yeah. New yeah. era, new cool. me. <laughs> I think they did a great job. And fuck, the haul they got for Tanner Jeannot, that's crazy. The amount of picks they got. They have a shit ton of picks. I know. That was that yeah. was wild, for sure. I feel that's like maybe they were really hesitant. 
they were probably really hesitant to let him go. I bet you that there was some hanky panky in there as well. Not some hanky panky, some footy. Like Molly, let's say somebody sh- like came to you and said, "I want your dog. I'll give you twenty bucks for it." No, and you're like hell no. I love that dog. And then like I'll give you a hundred. No, you're like no. I, and then no. you're like a thousand, ten thousand, a million. No, no, no. Like at a certain point, like the price, they're just like, okay, well, you know what? Maybe my I can give him up for that. My dog is priceless. Don't you dare <laughs> say I'd get rid now of you... my dog. You used the bag. I'm just saying. I think they really <laughs> didn't want want to get rid of Jano, but for the price offered, it was too good. Not to, like to, you know. Right? Yeah, if they you kept say pushing. So. If you say so. What about the Blues? They've gotten rid of a load of people, haven't they? Tarasenko, yep. O'Reilly. I think Riley. just like um, just like Keeping Washington, they realized early on <laughs> that they needed to uh, get out of the playoff hunt and start selling, and they got did it early enough. And I think they did a good job of really getting back some assets for it. Yeah, Sammy Blaise, good, and Verana. Obviously, we've already talked about Verana. Hopefully, he can... Yeah. It's funny yeah. seeing Blaise back after everything. I yeah. feel like he'll play better in St. Louis than he did in New York. Yeah, I mean, it's familiar, mm. right? Yeah. Different team, though. It also makes the Pavel yeah. Buchnevich trade uh, kind of invalidated and kind of a loss for <laughs> the New York Rangers in a way, which is kind of funny. If anybody doesn't remember, um, the St. Louis and the Rangers traded Sammy Blais for um, Pavel Buchnevich, and Buchnevich has still been a relatively good player, while Sammy Blais really struggled in with the Rangers. Sammy Blais. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and now he's back, so it's kind of like full circle. It is that's funny. true, that's kind of funny. It's like, ah, whatever. It was a loss. But yeah. Come back, come back home. It really is an end of an era there, though. With Tarasenko and O'Reilly gone especially... No, exactly. Like, yeah. they were that big. Stanley Cup team is, is no longer. Exactly. Bye. It's wild. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. Saw that, but... Last team in the central. The Jets. We need they added Nino! Nino! I love Nino. Need He's good. He's no, good. He's good. Yeah. I think actually did pretty okay for just. They were just kind of like, I guess we should trade. Yeah, they're always kind of conservative yeah. at the deadline, I've. It was barely yeah. anything. But yeah. two names that are pretty notable, like Nita Ryder and Nemesnikov, so yeah. it's not terrible. Um, I forget, did, I think Nemesnikov, I might be mistaken, but I want to say he was in Dallas at the same time as when they still had coach Rick Bonus. if I remember I don't correctly. know, why would I know that? <laughs> I might be wrong. No, but I'm just saying if that's the case, then at least, you know, he knows the coach, that's something. Yeah, probably. He's 30 years old, so I'm assuming that you're right. Because <laughs> it was recent. I just don't remember when exactly. But Nito Ryder um, has, I think, a few more years left on his contract. So it's not just a rental, so that's good for them. Uh, Winnipeg really struggles getting players, especially in free agency. So right. I think trading for a guy at a reasonable price, and that will actually have to stick around. Right? You're like, sorry, Nino, we're forcing you to, to stay here. Yep. <laughs> Wow. Last division. division. Specifically the Pacific. Sorry. Not funny. (laughs) Cool. Should we get duck right in? Yeah. Should slide right in. I'm so sorry. That was uh, an upcoming bad time. Um, Are you okay? No. no, I'm just having an aneurysm, I'm pretty sure. She's Um, looking at the ducks trade deadline and it's making her break. (laughs) 
wait, what? They lost Klimberg? They didn't have Klimberg? Did they have Klimberg? Yeah, they tra- this was always kind of the plan, to sign him for one year and trade him at the deadline to get assets back. Oh, true. Yeah. But his season was pretty poor, and the duck season mm. was pretty poor, and I think the amount of return they could have gotten for him when you think about like back at the beginning of the season versus how it eventually went at the trade deadline it definitely uh he went down in value over the year that's for sure Mm. it feels like a whole lot of nothing was traded with the ducks in terms of what they sent out and got back just a bunch of random prospects some of them are decent but a lot of it is kind of just nothings and then a few middle picks and you know cool that that's about it yeah nothing to write home about nope and oh, um, I think it's kind of the same for Calgary. Yeah, well, they did the, the Richie slide. <laughs> yeah, the Richie slide. Shoop. Slide to the neck. They yeah. have Hunt, though. I mean, Hunt's a good... Um... Uh, uh, like, 13th forward. <laughs> you know? I think Stetrel is, is a good addition on D. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was... Sorry, I thought Dryden Hunt was a prospect, but I'm I'm wrong. Sorry, I was thinking of someone else, or not even. I just was not thinking. You're killing so. me. Uh, the, <laughs> the Flames are are definitely like I think the team in the West that is probably the only one out of the playoffs still trying to make it. Like they definitely don't want to lose. There's no way they want to tank. But at the mm-hmm. same time, they didn't really do anything to improve. Like nothing drastic, anyways. That's for sure. No. So. Yeah, this this was probably like the shyest team aside from Florida, I guess. <laughs> For me, it feels like it's just kind of like picking in the middle where you're at and just letting the chips fall where they do. Yes. Yeah, I'd be disappointed yeah. if I was a Calgary fan right now. I would be very disappointed. They're no, they're not, they're nor here nor there. Had high hopes. They've been dashed, tarnished. Down in flames, maybe you could say. Oh, 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 oh that's that good. That was good. Did you say that pun was fire? Now the goddamn Oilers. All this is gonna get edited out. <laughs> they kind of tick me off for no reason other than their face on their face. Like, I'm glad Barry has like left them in some ways, um, but also I wanted him to do well, and the Oilers that's were kind of doing thing. well. Yeah. Yeah. I I will say I think. Although the Oilers didn't do much at the deadline, I do like the move of acquiring Ekholm because Barry does add to the offense, but offense is not really their issue. They do sometimes have problems with defense, and Ekholm Mm -hmm. is a really solid defensive defenseman, and he has a decent amount of term left on his deal. Like, they will be able to keep him around at a controlled cost. I actually agree with you. I I like this move for the Oilers. We already have McDavid. We already have... um... Yeah all those good people to score. I don't think it's Tyson enough, Barry though. Adds, but, uh, yeah, we need, they, they need yeah. more defensive defensemen. I agree with you. Yeah. I think they would have needed to goaltending insurance. Yeah, that would have been a good idea. But, uh, yeah. That's where they, they really need help there, just like us. <laughs> did, did you see the press conference, or I don't know if you heard about it, where, like, uh, the Oilers GM, Ken Holland, was basically complaining how he couldn't do much because it, they're up to the cap, but that's because they spent to the cap. But they they have to spend to the cap, or you know, to make the team good. But then yeah, they can't make the excuses. team better. Excuses. Because excuses. there's no cap. Yeah. 
I don't know what to say. I'm confused with the Oilers. They seem to be getting better, but then when I look at them, they're in the same position they were before. So I'm very confused, but yeah. They, they've had hot streaks and cold streaks throughout the season. They really do. Yeah, yeah. All right. The Kings. Kings. Isn't that Kings. the up-and-comers? The up-and-comers. <laughs> who, I don't know why they've done this. Yeah, so the big yeah. shock, I remember it why happened late at night. This? I know. Oh my gosh, true. Quick. I was checking the news, I think, at, like, 1 a.m. after the games, and I was just like, wait a minute, what? That's so fucked. That was no. weird. No! The no. thing is, on paper, I think it was a good trade because they gave up quick, a first and a third, and in exchange you get Jonas Corposalo and Vladislav Gavrikov, right? Gavrikov yeah. is a solid defenseman. Can you Corpusalo, say that again just a bit slower? I Vladislav Gavrikov? And Jonas Corposalo? Oh my god. Gavrikov. Gaviscon? Uh, no. It, you, you're right. Yes, it's good. But morally, it's wrong. Yeah. It's like on, on paper, in terms of numbers, it's good. On a human level, on a, like a personal player level, it's, uh, it's tough. It's tough, Just man. let him retire there. It's qu- when I look at quick in my mind, I think LA Kings. So my understanding of it is that they obviously they, they needed to improve the goaltending. It was really rough this year, so Corpusella makes sense, and you get Gavrikov. Uh, he's really good. You give away your first-round pick and your third. I don't think Columbus actually wanted Jonathan Quick, but to make the money of the trade work for the cap to work, uh, LA had to dump a contract, and that was Jonathan Quick. It's rough. So rough. he really does leave because of cap reasons in that it's case. It's as bad as what Minnesota did. Oh what yeah, I find it, oh yeah, yeah, the buyouts am I. What I find amusing though is that since Columbus knows that like it's an awkward situation and Quick didn't really want to play there anyways, they did manage to flip him to Vegas. That's true. Which we'll He's talk in about Vegas later. Now. Yeah. But um, there's some potential spice there. I'm very happy that they at least said, "Listen, you want to play somewhere?" Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But yeah. <laughs> Sharks. Sharks. How weird? Why? They 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 got quite the haul for um. Timo they Meyer, got right? quite the haul. Yeah, they, they did. To be, they got a, 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 a yes. Yeah. It's so a um, I feel like Janssen's kind of a dump in because he just it hasn't been going well in his contract. They needed to get rid of it, but everybody else that they got in the trade, uh, Fabian Zetterlin is a good young player still. Uh. Uh, I don't know how you pronounce it. Nikita Hutchuk and Shakir Mohamedulin. Yeah. Sorry, what? Yeah, Nikita Hutchuk and Shakir Mohamedulin. I I'm not sure if I'm 100% correct on that pronunciation, but that sounds good. Yeah, they're both uh, solid prospects, and then you get the first rounder, second rounder, so on and so forth. I think that's a really good haul, uh, all things considered. The fact that they knew they were going to get rid of Timo Meyer, this could help them rebuild in the future. Hopefully. I was going to say it's a rebuilding move because there's only yeah. two real NHLers up in there Yeah, in that trade. But it's a good yeah. build. They need to rebuild, period. Yeah. And aside from Meyer, all the other names they dumped weren't really any to write home about. Like, nothing really of value. So it's more just, like, moving out contracts on, you know, just it, it, not really necessary. Like, I think they, they gained a lot. Um. I think it would have been cool if they could have managed to trade uh, Eric Carlson because this would be the time to trade him. He's having his best year ever, oh gosh, and that, right? that money is too much for them. This would be the time to pull it off. But my guess, 
would be that it's probably going to happen in the off season if it does at all. Yeah. Well, that will be interesting. Carlson mm-hmm. chipped off again. We can just graze over Seattle real quick. It's a big yawn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Here. Here's yeah. a fourth round pick. Give me that guy there. So I didn't even know if I should include this because it literally happened like 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 two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Like they just acquired Jacob Megna for a fourth, and that's it. Is uh, okay, cool. They popped and they popped out. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get it. Seattle's still a new team. They're building, um, so they don't want to give up a lot of stuff, even though the team is performing above expectations. But it would have been interesting for them to at least like get one player. To yeah, like improve they, they have stuff to like, to use. Yeah, in their maybe favor, like one decent forward, one decent defenseman, one decent goaltender, whatever position you feel like you want to tackle, and you go out and you get a decent, uh, like guy to fill in that line, and you go, okay, cool, we made a a little bit of an improvement. The Nucks. Oh boy, the Nucks. Oh god. Every time we say the Canucks, <laughs> it always. Like, oh no. <laughs> Every year, there's one team that's going through their own sort of, like, long, epic soap opera. Uh, the Canucks, is, it's them this year. It is What do you mean, them. this year? Well, okay. This year more than... Year. <laughs> this is the most dramatic soap opera year they've had <laughs> so far. Okay, okay. I'll, yeah, I'll they take still want to kick ass. Uh, They're like they a little TV novella yeah. right at the moment. Mm-hmm. Like maybe last year we talked a bit more about, you know, the shit going on with the Coyotes and, you know, some other teams. And like Vancouver's always in the conversation, of course. But like th- this one is, 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 it's a special year for the Canucks. It is. Yeah. I Their fans, okay, I, guys, if there's any Canucks fan, I love you guys. You're so funny. They're so funny, guys. If you just look at their Twitter post, they're like, R.I.P. another Canucks game tonight. My sympathies <laughs> to all of you. Like, even when we suck, I'm never like, unfortunately, there's a game. Like, I, it's too funny. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh, no, they're playing. Fuck. Nah, better put my so, jersey on. Their actual <laughs> trade deadline moves are kind of weird because... I think it, okay, first off, I think I really, it really goes back to a problem in retrospect with the Bo Horvat trade where, or I mean, the problem actually goes back to when they signed JT Miller because they re-signed JT Miller to an amount of money that they could have probably signed Bo Horvat to, but then in the end, because one is signed and one is not, and then Bo Horvat's having a better year, Bo Horvat has to get traded and JT Miller stays instead when it could have absolutely been the opposite. They could have kept Bo Horvat, sign him. And even if they have a shit year, well, then JT Miller is going to be a UFA and you can trade him for picks, prospects, whatever, you know, something. And it could have made for a lot more of a, um, it would have been better knowing that next year you're going in, you still have Horvat and you can figure stuff out from there. But instead, Horvat has to go and JT Miller now is stuck here. And there were even rumors that teams were offering um trade like they're entertaining trades offers for jt miller and stuff but only involving picks uh same for connor garland i believe and from all of what the insiders were saying it seemed that vancouver was not willing to trade away those guys for picks they wanted hockey players back in exchange as if like no 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 we're, we're gonna try next year so like don't give me picks give me guys to play now yeah how, look how well that turned out huh it's like denialism you know yeah no they, and then there's something the one that baffled me the most was 
so in the Bull Horvat trade, right, they acquired Anthony Bovillia and Atu Ratu, which I think are good choices. I think Bovillia is a decent player. Ratu is a good prospect. So all good there. And then you get, you know, New York's first round pick, which actually was pretty, I think, interesting considering that New York still had a chance of missing the playoffs. That would be a prime pick right there. The problem is, is that they decided to take that first round pick and say, no, 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 we're not going to use it to draft. We're going to send it to Detroit to acquire Philip Roenick. And give them a second pick also on top of that. What, like what the, Heronik's a decent defenseman. He, he signed for the next few years. So we know what's going on with him. That's not to necessarily say it's, he's a bad addition, but like they had a extra first round pick for this year. Why are you not using it? Why are you not drafting? This, this seems like just, this team is frustrating. I, I would be pretty pissed if I was a Vancouver fan right now seeing that trade happen. Oh, I'm sure they're they're desensitized at this point, so... <laughs> yeah, a lot of apathy and uh, resigned sort of like, oh, yeah, well, Bring there me you go. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, I don't feel that one. Jesse had a lot of feels about this one, so... <laughs> yeah, sorry, Vancouver was, like, a little bewildering, because uh, you can tell it seems like they don't fully know... They've got, like, one foot in a rebuild and one foot in, like, playoff contention next year, and some of their moves go in one direction, some of their moves go in the other direction, so you end up with a conflicting sort of approach, and it's it's just... It's the same shit they've been doing for a while now. They keep trying to make the playoffs while not improving, and then half-heartedly throw stuff away for picks and then never commit to a rebuild. And then you just end up in that same cycle of mediocrity over and over again. Awesome. Should we go on to the Knights? <laughs> put that one to bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, put that one. R.I.P. Let's move on to the Knights. Uh, yeah, the last team are the Golden Knights and they made things. They they got Bluger and Quick. And Barbashev. Yeah, um, I like the addition Barbashev. of Barbashev for them. I think it's a, yeah, he, a he fits uh, for that team. Interesting. Hmm. They had to dump Shea Weber's contract too. <laughs> yeah, they dunked Weber to fucking Coyotes though. Yeah, it's where all the dead contracts go. Apparently. <laughs> That's just, uh... like, yeah, it's horrible. And I just see little Michael Hutchison just, uh, you know, going through the league slowly and quietly. It's funny to me. I know with the Quicks play lately, it's not going amazing. So, like, I don't expect no, him not. to necessarily get too much ice time with the Golden Knights. No. But if through some circumstances we get a situation where Vegas can play LA in the playoffs and Quick is in net for Vegas and they win, it would just it would just be crazy. It would be so crazy. That would be so good for him. It's very wow. unlikely to happen. No, it's not going to happen. But... If it did. You know, if we want to see some chaos happen. But also, I just got to say, Dyson Mayo. His name is Mayo. I told you, it's fun to have players with fun names, right? Mayonnaise. Okay. (laughs) And that's how we end the podcast. The Golden Knights are calling up Mayo. Okay, before we go, uh, t- tell me, girls, who do you think is the, your biggest uh, winner for the deadline and your biggest loser for the deadline? Boston's a winner. Boston's and... definitely. Yeah, I think Boston's a winner. And for a loser for my end, I'm going to go with the Coyotes. 
Sorry. I think the blue jackets kind of fucked it. Yeah, I think they're also, all fair. Me, I think my biggest winner for the deadline is the Preds in terms of as a seller, how much Spiracy. they got and how much they're setting themselves up <laughs> for the short term. You're pissing future. her off. I'm going to say this every time. Preds, sorry, conspiracy. <laughs> and for me, I think the the worst trade deadline is probably the Flyers because they should be rebuilding, they should be selling, they should be trying to get stuff back, and instead it was just a big fart. A big fart. Big, yep, fart. big fart. You heard it here, folks. We had some farts <laughs> in the traded line, and we had some Ws, you know? Yeah, wins and farts. That's how it goes. Man, let's just say it was a very eventful trade deadline. Um, normally it's quite average. This was wild, and, le- and let's just say I didn't pay attention day of because there wasn't much going on yeah so i was on the couch watching the trade deadline coverage on tv the whole time it's just like man nothing's happening and they're just trying to fill airtime with so many bits and conversations that are just kind of like okay yeah. whatever oh they, my gosh true we're watching tsn and they did a fake draft for connor bedard to see who a fake, a fake draft lottery see who get <laughs> connor bedard connor bedard's like uh was it the, a country music sweating. video song yeah yeah. For Connor Oh my god. Oh, the song for Connor yeah. Bedard. I can't. Molly, when you have the time, go look at that. Or don't. Don't waste your time. Uh, you know what? I will. You should. It's up your alley, honestly. Nice. Anyways, that is the end of this fantastic annual trade deadline podcast episode. Yay. Being at them all. Um, so we will see you next week for whatever. I guess it's just going to be your normal news. Finally, how uh, the trade settling in? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, now it's just a grind until playoff time. Basically, that's right. It's going to be fun, guys. It's going to be fun. So Oof. thank, thank you so much for listening. As usual, please like, comment, subscribe, and share if you can. And uh, follow us on Twitter at this hockey pod or find us individually at it's just underscore Molly and at Chanel LV. And we hope to catch you next time. Bye.